I am Jonathan Kinraid. I'm 45. I was born on the Isle of Man 45 years ago, obviously, uh, in Douglas, raised and educated in Douglas. Um, left school, uh, went into IT in the finance industry at the time. I was very lucky to get a, almost an apprenticeship, a trainee position in an IT company. It, well, in a life insurance company doing an IT role. And that over years developed to um, working for one of the first online gaming companies on the island. Uh, and I got quite heavily involved in their IT infrastructure and security. Helped them out with some fairly big projects like relocation to relocating all the equipment to the other side of the world. And then in 2005 decided to go self-employed. And I tried to utilise some of the skills I already had and look at an area I thought was going to grow and develop, which was home automation, home technology, home cinema rooms, that sort of thing. So set up a business and primarily I've done that for about 14 out of the last 16 years. Can you explain it a little bit more without the home automation and, you know, general... Just Okay. Know- well, it varied from iPads and laptops and things. We started there selling off-the-shelf products I see. to people who would come in with a set of plans under their arm for a new built house they were building and they wanted cctv ah, uh, right, okay. music in every room mm-hmm. voice activation lighting control systems lighting control okay. systems that will control the house when you're off islands and all that sort of thing and you still do that now do you yeah i do it but without the overheads of a showroom now i'm scaled down and that also puts me in the fortunate position that a lot of people aren't in that i've been able to over the last few months having made the decision to run for mhk I've been able to slow the business down, not take any projects on that we're going to run over the end of August. And that means I've effectively put that business to sleep, but it is still there. If I need to in the future, if I'm not elected, then I can wake it up again or move on to something else. If I am fortunate enough to be elected, then I can just draw a line under it and commit full time to the new role. It's basically based at home. Where is home? Home at the moment is with amazing views out over Niarbal. We live at just opposite the old Balakallan Hotel in, in Dolby. Lovely part of the island. The question then, why are you staying for Ramsey? The obvious question, yeah. My family are from Ramsey. My mum, dad, grandparents, and as, as far back as I can go in the family tree are from Ramsey or Lazare and Andreas, so very close to Ramsey. I am one of six children. I was the first of, I was number five, and I was the first one not to be born in Ramsey because dad's job relocated the family to Douglas. My fiance and I at the moment... She's only been on the island a couple of years. We ended up in Dolby as much as we love it out there by default, really. That was where she already lived when we got together. And so lockdown happened 18 months or whatever ago it was, and I moved there. As soon as we were living together, we realised we really wanted to be in a town and we wanted the benefits of a town on our doorstep. And we're fortunate enough not to be tied to any particular location on the island because she's new and I'm not tied anywhere. So we set about on a little mission and... I enjoyed, as a Manxman, being able to take her around the island, show her Douglas, Port Erin, Castletown, Port St Mary, Onken, Ramsey, all the towns, and we did quite extensive research, we'll call it, mm-hmm. of the local facilities and establishments and visiting at different times of day in all these different places, and we both fell in love with Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Latterly went to view a house in Ramsey that we'd seen advertised, and it was only when we left that house that we realised it was actually where my great-grandparents had lived years and years ago. Oh, wow. And unfortunately, that house wasn't quite for us, but the estate mm. agent said, if you like this area, which we did, it's right in the middle of Old Ramsey, it's on Mona Street, if you like this area, there's a house across the road that's about to come on the market, would you like to have a look? We both got about three foot inside the door and said, that's it, we're living in this house. So that was back in May, mm-hmm. and because of the 
booming property market at the moment. It's just taking an awful long time to go through lawyers. But are you concerned at the moment that some of the people of Ramsey would like their candidates or their elected members to be actually living in Ramsey? Well, we will be living in Ramsey. I'd hoped to be living in Ramsey by now, but that slowed us down. Alan Bell didn't live in Ramsey. And you are right, a few people have already mentioned that to me as a concern to them. I don't believe it's an issue. I, I spent most loads of my childhood in Ramsey visiting aunties and uncles and relatives and grandparents and it's it's the island man my work has taken me all over the island I might be based in Dolby at the moment but we certainly don't spend a lot of time there because we're, we're out and about we travel all over the island and we want to live in Ramsey we are moving to Ramsey my fiance has already started work in Ramsey last month and we are well and truly relocating and putting our money where our mouth is so to speak what about a political background? This is your first step into politics, I would imagine? It is my first step into politics, and I'll be completely honest, it's caught me slightly off guard as well. It's something I toyed with years ago, and then various reasons, business and everything else, it sort of went off the agenda. Why did you toy with it years ago? It was of interest to me. I've always been interested in politics. I've always been interested in the island. I'm very proud to be Manx and of my Manx heritage and Manx roots. I'm very proud to be able to go around the world and travel and tell people where I live and people are generally interested in where we live and they've heard of us for various reasons, some good, some bad. I'm at a point now where I think I've got sufficient experience in different areas of business, dealing with different people in the community from people coming in to buy a cable for three quid to multimillionaires relocating to the island. And sometimes those conversations make you realise people are attracted to the island, they try and integrate with the island, they try and bring their businesses here and they hit frustration after frustration after frustration, barrier after barrier, and they give up and they go somewhere else that's easier. And I just feel there are so many things on the island that from the outside looking in, I think I could improve and I think I could help people with. Is it a red tape issue or...? I think there is a lot of red tape. I've experienced a lot in my own life and I've spoken to a lot of people over the last few weeks giving some really quite awful examples of situations where they've tried to do something within government or with government departments and it's not just red tape. I'll get an example of my own. Months and months trying to go through a process, a very simple process, just putting an application into a government department. Took months, forms getting lost, Different people giving me different information, different people giving me conflicting information, people giving me completely wrong information, filling forms in on websites that allegedly never got to where they were going. And Lord knows how much government time, as much as my own, was wasted, people redoing, redoing the same process. And it's the only time in my life that it became time critical, and I thought, this is ridiculous. And I picked the phone up to my MHK, and two hours later it was resolved. And we shouldn't live in a situation where... You try and do the right thing, and there are so many obstacles thrown in your way. And it was only a simple issue. It's a, it's a small thing in the grand scheme of things, but an example of how mm -hmm. these things frustrate people and can be improved upon. He just went and spoke to the right person, threw a bit of weight behind it, and it was fixed in two hours. Um, and so much money was wasted and time wasted. And as a customer to the government in that instance, which I was, I lost faith in them, and I lost faith in their ability to do things properly. And so I think there's scope there for somebody with my experience and passion to try and make a bit of a difference. What has been the key this time that, you know, you toyed about it in the past? What actually made you step up this time? I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't think there's one factor. I think, well, there possibly is actually, thinking about it, 
this time last week or just over in Ramsey, there were still only two incumbent MHKs looking likely to walk back into their, their seats. And that did probably accelerate my thought process a little bit because I just sat there and I thought, I can't allow that to happen. And as it turns out, Mr. Singer beat me to it by a day and he didn't allow it to happen. But by the time he declared I had already had the wheels well and truly in motion, I'd spoken to a lot of people in Ramsey and I was 100% on board with trying to make a bit of a difference and do the right thing by the for the people of Ramsey. Let's go back a moment as well, just what you were saying, with, we're talking about the red tape situation. Uh, civil service reformist, are we? Or <laughs> I see a lot of things in the civil service as an outsider, granted. I, I'm not privy to all that goes on in there. I see a lot of things in the civil service as an outsider that I look at and I think you wouldn't do it like that in a private private business, or certainly not in any of the businesses I've worked in or worked for over the years. I subcontracted out as well as when, when I was self-employed. I think there are a lot of efficiencies that could be made, as simple as the example I gave before, mm -hmm. just do things properly the first time and get back to people when you're supposed to. And that's a very basic efficiency, just do things properly the first time. What ticket are you standing on then? What's your message to the people of Ramsey to say, vote Jonathan Kinraid? This is the reason why. Ramsey, I want to be a constituency MHK for the people of Ramsey and act as that interface between them and government because I've seen too many times and I've spoken to too many people over the last few weeks who are at a loss with awful situations they're in sometimes with Department of Health and Social Care primarily Department of Health and Social Care to be honest because of the nature of what they do people in horrible situations where they just feel like they're banging their heads against the wall and they've given up and they're absolutely sick and tired of it and at their absolute wits end in a lot of cases so the type of politician that says, "You tell me what you want, and I will deliver it," or are you not well, the type? Of, would you not be the type of politician that will say, "Right, this is the way forward. Follow me." Bit of both. You can't have. You can't sit here and say that if somebody comes and asks you to do something, you'll do it because that's unrealistic, and you'd be doing a disservice to anybody if you, if you told them that you were going to be able to do that. Um, but surely you'd know your own mind. You know what, yeah, what you think. You know in, in the way to go forward and what you think is best for the people of Ramsey. Instead of, as I say, obviously, yeah, you're going to listen to them, but you must have an idea or a, a way that you think is the way forward for Ramsey to move if it's going to prosper. Yeah. And you know, more investment in the town, more pride in the town. Um, I hate to say it, but Ramsey looks a bit tired and scruffy and neglected in areas at the moment. As someone who doesn't live there at the moment, I've got to be honest, when you say you're relocating to Ramsey, people sometimes look at you and say, why? Why would you want to live in Ramsey? And the reality is, you've got some of the best beaches on the island, you've got by far the best park on the island, you've got a lovely little shopping street with amazing boutique -y niche businesses. But at the same time, needs at the same time, sorry to interrupt, but Ramsey's always had this kind of reputation as the place you go to to retire. And a lot of people in Ramsey like that. They like the fact that Ramsey's the place to go to retire. And it's nice and quiet. And it's not like Douglas. And A lot of people have said to me they would like Ramsey to be the place that people go to to work. And to spend an evening. And to enjoy themselves. One doesn't necessarily have to negate the other. It's activity in and around Parliament Street doesn't mean that people can't have their peace and quiet out in their, their own homes. The North is a very big place. Plenty of places to travel. The, the overwhelming feedback I'm getting on the doorstep is people want to see more investment in the town. They want to see potentially government departments relocating in the town, more services in the town. 
and more business attracted to the town. Reduce it, so many people flying over the mountain every morning, heading to Douglas, and then the same coming back in the evening. Let's try and give some of those people reason to stay in Ramsey to earn a living. Kind of argument is it? Ramsey's kind of always been like that. It's it's like the outsider because it's so far away from everyone else. Then that's just the way Ramsey is. I live in Dolby. Ramsey's not far from anywhere. <laughs> but in terms of an island mentality, you know that yeah, we, you know yeah. there is that mental barrier sometimes about going over the mountain, as if it's a trip to Timbuktu or mm-hmm. something. It's it's a bit. And I lived here my whole life, and I still find it a bit strange. Ramsey has an awful lot to offer, and it needs to, I think, promote itself a little bit more and push itself forward a little bit more and try and break down that preconception that you just explained yourself. Mm-hmm. How would you attract more investment then? By working with the commissioners, by trying to, I mean, there are government grants and schemes there already, and I think we need to push those a little bit more. You need to get the residents of Ramsey on board. That's that's important. And you need to get private private sector on board as well and encourage them to consider Ramsey. I think government could help by taking that first step and relocating some services and, and officers up there. A lot of people during lockdown who live in Ramsey work for government and were working remotely. Is it a completely ridiculous suggestion for there to be a, an office up there for 30 or 40 people where maybe not every day, but some of those government workers who are in Ramsey can just stay in Ramsey and work remotely for the day rather than trekking over the mountain and spend their money in the sandwich shops in Ramsey instead of, instead of Douglas. As someone who knows that we're living in a digital age, the increasing mm-hmm. digital age. I mean, is there a need for more offices on the island? There's a need for more workspaces, whether they are necessarily traditional offices, as, as I've worked in in the past, possibly not. Um, there are some interesting plans on the table for the courthouse and hot desking and that sort of thing in Ramsey. There are hot desking spaces down in Castletown and other parts of the island now. I don't see why there couldn't be a similar facility in, in Ramsey. We haven't mentioned the M word. Would you like to go ahead? Oh, okay. Took me a second there. <laughs> You're talking about the marina. Well, that first, I, 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 you can't build on the beach. There are there are many reasons for that. Regardless. Are you are you in favour of a marina for Ramsey? First of all, before uh, we go into the detail, are you in favour of a marina for Ramsey? With the current proposals, no, not in a million years. Absolutely not. Am I in favour favour of looking into the option of a carefully planned and a marina that would complement what Ramsey already has, allow the car to continue to operate as it already does, bring investment to the town and not destroy the beach, then yes, I think we're. I think most and most people I've spoken to, even if they're completely against the plans that are on the table at the moment or might be on the table, we don't actually know. Nobody's actually pushed that forward over the last few weeks, but if they were to, then... Yeah, I am absolutely against those plans as they stand, or any plans that would interfere with the operation of the harbour or or the, the foreshore. Where do you see Ramsey being won and lost? What issues? I don't believe anywhere should be won and lost on one particular issue, or two particular issues, to be honest. But to answer your question, I think the marina, for what for whatever reason, is look, looking like it's going to become a... a primary concern to a lot of people is that what people are telling you on the doorsteps yes yeah um now to be fair doorsteps so far i'm starting in the middle of ramsey and working out so that 
wave might change as I get towards the housing estates on the outskirts, those people might be less concerned about the impact of a marina on the beach. But I think everybody I've spoken to is in favour of some form of investment and, and regeneration within the town. Just go back to, again, the issues that, as I say, I think are important to the people of Ramsey. Access to healthcare keeps cropping up. But again, it is an issue in Ramsey at the moment, but I, I think that's an island-wide issue. Um, it's the same with most towns, uh, but it is definitely a, a real concern to people. They've, we've got the cottage hospital up there. It's an amazing facility. Feedback seems to be that people would like to see that used, utilised a, a little bit more than it is. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of a lifesaver during COVID, having that hospital there for the for the whole island, not just for Ramsey. But I went up there for blood tests and things myself during lockdown. Yeah, health healthcare seems to be the top one. But issues that, as far as you're concerned, that you see as a prospective MHK for Ramsey. You've mentioned major investment. You know, we just yeah. touched on the marina. What other issues? Uh, there is obviously the quayside regeneration is on the cards at the moment as well, which ties in with flood defences, which is an issue now. It's, it's a major issue. It's a major issue. The highest flood risk area in the island. Yeah, and it is a major issue now, and it crops up nearly every winter, and is going to become more of an issue over the next few years. All the evidence is, is telling us that. So that what can be done? <laughs> it depends how much money you throw at it, I suppose. The plans that are in place at the moment, people seem broadly in favour of, as, as long as it doesn't impact on the working of the harbour too much. And any other issues and concerns? The reasons to get you out of bed and say, right, this is why I want to see Ramsey going moving forward. It's just a general pride in the island and Ramsey itself. And I can see the potential there. We, we've moved and relocated up there because we love it as it is now, but can really see potential for Ramsey in the, in the future. Uh, and I'd like to be a part of the driver to make that happen. I've spoken to so many people over the last few weeks who are really passionate about where they live and trying to improve the facilities up there for everybody mm-hmm. and make it more of a place that people do get up in the morning if they don't live in Ramsey and think, where should we go today? Let's go and take a trip up north and enjoy the park and the beach and the shops and all the things that we have to offer. We're almost out of time. Is there anything you'd like to add that we've not talked about no only to say really that um i i would intend to be honest open trustworthy approachable i think that's important a lot of people have said they have approached their mhks in the past but not necessarily had a response or not necessarily had the response in a reasonable time frame sometimes they've been got back to months after they've sorted out themselves and how's canvassing been just uh, with the covid situation Interesting. Uh, I have tried to not do door knocking so far, and I've put the message out on social media and everyone I've spoken to that please contact me, make an appointment, and I can come and see you. So you've not been out on the doorsteps? I have in gaps, but I've been focusing at the moment on making appointments to go and see people. And those have been in people's houses, in people's gardens, meeting groups of 15 people in the Murak Park the other day. A whole little street got together and came and met me outside. To my mind, that's a more effective way of liaising with people uh, the voters get more out of it it's planned i'm not interrupting their tea they're not just on their way out to work or or not even at home when i call so we're doing another week of that so if anybody wants to give, get in touch and i'll make an appointment to come and see them and how will they do that on the phone two three four eight seven nine kinraid for ramsey at gmail.com or on my facebook page which again is jonathan kinraid for ramsey um 
yeah, loads of people have done it today, and it's it's proving to be quite successful. But after that, I will be out knocking on doors, old school.